Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello. Hola. Hola, chica. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to our sexy ass voices. Welcome back. Welcome back. We were going to do a Q&A today, <laughs> but Asti and British show, we weren't organized and we didn't ask any questions. No, I totally forgot about that. But we still got all the stuff to say <laughs> as per usual. We have all anyway. the things to say. How are you today? Me? Yeah. <laughs> or them? <laughs> The listeners, how are you today? But also, Asti, you can you can actually talk to me back. I am good. I've had a nice morning. I actually like I've had a really good weekend. Like catching up with friends that I haven't seen for ages. Like went for dinner with friends that I haven't seen in like like six months or longer. Last night, um, had a few drinks, had a nice dinner, all of the yum. Amazing. And then today, woke up fresh, went to the gym, done a little bit of work here and there. Love it. Good. Yum. Cruising. Yum, yum, yum. Cruising. Love it. How's Stunning. your day? My day. My day has been fabulous. I actually have energy, which is really nice. Um, it was actually really cute, but we slept with me last night. And um, it was quite cold this morning, actually. And she, like, fully, like, cuddled up to me, like, in my chest area. Mm-hmm. So it's like she was, like, right there just, like, cuddling with me all morning. I was like, this is so nice. And I slept into 8.30 and then... I just like had some coffee, just like slowed down because I mean, if you guys have been watching the shit show of my life, Aaron, Aaron finally went away for a couple of days, which was for therapy. Finally went away. (laughs) (laughs) He went away, he went on work. It was just like, I just needed a break, not doing anything. And I pretty much died in the asshole. Um, I did not leave my bed for a few days. I didn't do a damn thing except for take Bowie to the beach. Um, and then, yeah, today I finally woke up with energy, which was really nice. And it was actually quite interesting because all of that really coincided. Like I had my period last week as well. So it's like I finally got that rest that I haven't had mm-hmm. in like almost two months now. So it was really beautiful. And yeah, being just like putting my office together today and started doing a few more things. But I'm like, no, <laughs> we're going to tap out there. <laughs> So yeah, it's yummy. Chill. You've been so busy, you need a break. Fuck yeah. But I'm going to Byron next week, which oh, is yeah. going to be really nice. Oh, so it's like, I feel like probably I needed a recharge before I went and like recharged up there because I, if I got up there, I would have just like not left my room. Mm-hmm. I would have just gone to the beach and that's it. I mean, that's not a bad thing, but you know what I mean? So, if you want to like you want to be relaxed before you get on holiday so you actually enjoy your holiday so that your holiday is not just you like napping <laughs> totally which is recovering yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah that's that oh exciting mm. I can't wait to go on a little getaway oh my god it's gonna be so good so good do all the things can you hear Bowie rustling some oh I've been unpacking all my crystals and she's gotten into some paper that, like, newspaper. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
We've got a guest on today's show, a little Bowie. A little Bowie. A little crazy Bowie. Yeah. Anyway, we've got some things to say today. We have some things to say today. It's interesting because I just reopened the Spark today. Oh. Yay. People are already signing up, which is yeah. exciting. Love that. And I, I feel like whatever's going on in your business always like reflects what's going on in your personal life. But like the relations, lots of like relationship stuff has been triggered for me, like just over like the last two days. Mm. And I mean, we spoke about it briefly before we jumped on, but I feel like a lot of people, when we speak about like breakups and heartbreak and betrayal, we really focus on healing our relationship, like forgiving men, healing our relationship with men. And I feel like that part of my like healing journey happened a long time ago. And then again, like when you're like practicing celibacy or you're single, it's like so easy to be like, yeah, everything's fine. Right. It's not until you start dating again, that some of your unresolved trauma, all those wounds are reflected back to you. And now I'm like realizing that my next step in my healing journey is me learning to trust myself again. Mm. So when you get into a relationship and you like love someone, but then you realize who you loved wasn't even the real them or they like betrayed you. A big part of it is like, can I like now moving forward, like truly trust my intuition? Mm. How do I know now when it is my intuition or it's fair because of what has happened in the past? Mm. Like, how do I know that I can judge my, trust my own judgment? Mm. It's like my intuition or is this fear-based? Is this a red flag or is this fear-based? Yeah. And when you've been betrayed in the past, then obviously you have all of that fear. And if you're not trusting men because of that, then it's like blurred lines, right? Mm. Like, am I just projecting this onto this person because I'm afraid because that's my past or is this my intuition? Yeah. Yeah. It's really gaslit. I was actually watching a show the other day in my like binge watching of all TV shows. And it was quite interesting because I just started watching this really crappy reality TV show. And he's like, I've been dating this girl and like um, she was betrayed in the past, but she's just bringing all of her hurt into this relationship. Yeah. And it's like, I'm having to almost be forgiven for the past mistakes of other people. Oh, and yeah people constantly do is bring the baggage from their previous relationship into the next one as opposed to healing yeah through that so it's totally important to have that time to yourself and do a lot of that healing before Mm -hmm. you get into another relationship yeah and I do see this happen all the time like a guy is he's not doing anything wrong but he might be like out on a night out with his friends or like have a female friend and if you've been um hurt in the past or cheated on it's so easy to be like what is he doing? Like, where is he? And then you can like fully start to blame him for your own insecurities, which no relationship is going to last like that. And it's not fair, right? No, it's not fair. I I have a quick question, if you don't mind. What is the difference then between what you learned in um, celibacy, intentional celibacy, what did you actually heal in that? And what is it that you need to like heal when you're now starting to date? Like, what's the difference? Well, maybe it is the same, but it's more just like being 
like I'm like face to face with that again, right? Gotcha. Having to trust myself and having to trust men. Yeah. Like I'm full in it again. Whereas mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. a you're like in intentional celibacy. It's just you and you're dealing with a little bubble, right? No one's going to hurt you. And I'm like, not like, oh, can I trust myself to Mm -hmm. to trust my own judgment? Because you're not doing any judgment on anyone if you're not dating. If if your energy's not intertwined (laughs) with someone else, then it's just like, yeah, wow. Like, can I trust my intuition with men? Like, you don't even have to question that when you're in your own little bubble, right? Yeah interesting very interesting there's not even like anything's like come up where I'm like have like questioning these things it's just like a, oh can't like it's just fear-based right but there's actually nothing like physically going on that I'm like questioning but it's like it's almost like when you've been heartbroken in the past and then you're like dating someone new it's almost like here we go again <laughs> like what craziness is gonna happen this time <laughs> how quickly are they going to see my inner psycho <laughs> no, I'm kidding well then a psycho like what are you asking from me yeah. and then but, it's like when it's so good and someone's like it's like the conversation's open they're like really honest you feel like you can fully trust them then it's almost like and I like hate to be the person to say this and then it's like oh is this too good to be true like what are yeah. they hiding from me which like mm. you shouldn't think like that but that just shows like how your past can fully like Really, as opposed to being optimistic, you just become pessimistic. You have to, because that's a hurt reflex, a reflex, reflex, you know the word I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. But like, I'm also like fully aware of all this stuff. So I know that I haven't like, there hasn't been anything that's leaked into this new relationship. It's fully yeah. like, conscious of all of it, which is. Well, I, love, I love what you shared the other day. What was it? Is your high expectations coming from empowerment or protection? Mm. I was like, oh, yes, because we know so many people like that will contact us and all of the things that are literally like just protecting themselves from being hurt. So that's why they put up all of those walls. And I guess like you have to learn the fine balance of letting it flow and, you know. Yeah, because it's scary to lean in, right? And it's harder to tell yourself that I'm afraid of being hurt than it is to be like, I've just got high standards, so I can't meet anybody. Someone messaged me that like, oh, I just like, I've done intentional celibacy for years. Like I just have really high standards. So like, you know, I'm not just going to end it for anyone. And I just can't find any man that like meets my level of standards. It's like so many great men out there. And if you're having trouble meeting one of them, it's probably an opportunity and invitation to question yourself like why is that what are those walls that you've, you've got out yeah totally but then uh, it's quite interesting though because as we were briefly saying before we jumped on it's just like there's a lot of people out there marketing a certain kind of formula I guess to overcome it and do all of the things but it's not as simple as that like what you said it's like love is not black and white mm. And so many dating coaches like follow these three steps and then you can find love. You'll meet the one Mm. false advertising. That is the most like bullshit thing to be like, sign up to my program and you'll meet the love of your life. I mean, obviously that's the intention and what you like open yourself up to. There might be a higher possibility, but I mean, in the spark, I don't promise any of that at all, but I can promise you guys once you go through the program and do that work, 
you might not necessarily find the one or get into that relationship, but at least your journey will become more empowering and dating in general will be more fun. Right? Yeah, completely. And, and also manifesting a person. Yeah. This is another human being. This is someone's, someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And also- they've got their entire makeup and trauma and all the things themselves. Like in the spark, I read out that quote. I can't remember all, but it's like when a relationship, it's not just two people. It's two inner child, two inner psychology, like all the ancestral lines. Like there's so much that comes into it, right? We're so complex. So it's not just like, oh, I'm going to manifest money or I'm going to manifest this new job that I want or this holiday. It's like totally. being, and it's almost like you're putting a crazy like love spell onto somebody. and then when they do come into your life, if you're telling yourself, oh, this person's my manifestation, then you've already got them up on a pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just seeing them as another human being and you're just like co-creating this relationship together. And then you've got those jaded eyes where it's just like, oh my God, I see nothing but green flags. It's like, oh my God, everything is green. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about this today as well. like red flags and I think I said once a while ago like the biggest red flag is when there aren't any red flags Mm. that's probably not true because I feel like a red flag would be something where it's like okay like red flag that's that I'm done like I feel Mm. like a red flag would be something really extreme where you'd probably just like end the relationship there and then or you should so we need amber flags then we need the orange flags (laughs) flags that are like something in between that are more like cautionary flags yeah it's like oh okay the red uh (laughs) the traffic light's about to turn red but here's an amber one you can choose to either go through it or you can choose to stop what one do you want to do (laughs) whereas an actual red light like you fucking stop at the fucking traffic light you don't go forth in a red light yeah so mm. Yeah, the amber light wouldn't be necessarily like good or bad, but it'll just be like, oh, like oh, interesting. There's something that is going to be bothering me in the future. Yeah, like, exactly. Be aware of this. Is it something that I'm okay to compromise with? Like, is this yeah? yeah. But whereas people, people just- also say in a relationship, it's like if it's not a full yes, then it's a no. It's like if anything, if you're meeting someone and on the first day or the first whenever, actually, if you're like everything is a yes then that is a red flag mm. if someone's a full yes you're obviously not seeing them for who they truly are because nobody's perfect yeah and just what we just said people are complex creatures mm-hmm. like you're only getting to meet one facet of someone mm-hmm. you're meeting like two to five percent and you're meeting the best five percent of them yeah. that's not to like scare people and be like oh like be really like pessimistic in it but it's true it's like you get so quickly like swept up in it and then all of a sudden months into it you get to learn who the person is where it's like what the fuck this wasn't like what it was in the beginning this isn't what I signed up for yeah it's like um (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) so yeah you learn so much about yourself Mm. relationships in general you learn so much about yourself. It's really cool to be single. I think it's very important to have that alone time um, for a person. 
But I, I personally reckon the true healing and work is done when there is another person that you have to interact with around your own healing and then their healing. Like that's where it really comes through. I think it's important to have time to be by yourself to know what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can ever truly be happy in a relationship until you're truly happy on your own. Yeah. You're depending on this other person for your sense of happiness and fulfillment. And then if you're afraid of being on your own, it's like, do you actually want to be with this person or are you just settling to be with this person because you can't face being alone? Mm. I think, first of all, it's important to know that you're not just with that person because you don't want to be by yourself. Then, as you said, like when you actually meet someone else, it's like all of the shit that you can't see when you're in your happy little single bubble will be reflected back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll draw out from the spaces that you didn't even know was there. <laughs> Doing stuff on your own first, like all the stuff that we go into in the spark, and like especially around like inner child stuff and understanding like your own wounding. Um, I mean, like in my experience. It's helped the more that I've been able to understand like why certain things happened in my past relationships and why I got into those certain patterns, starting with childhood stuff, the more that I've been able to forgive myself for getting into those situations. Mm. And then on top of that, begin to build trust again to move forward. Mm. Yeah. Self-love and worthiness and being able to then like speak up is a huge part of it as well. Mm. For me, I think like learning to trust myself, the biggest thing for me is like learning to speak up when something's on my mind. And the more that I can speak my truth and my needs and my boundaries, the more that I'm going to trust myself. Mm. Yes. Mm. I love that. Mm. And it's very test. Relationship, that's a test, right? Because again, you can be single and be like, this is what I want, saying it to yourself. But when you have to like, express it to another person oh my god totally but even um like in my own experience right like my journey coming back home to myself has been when I've been with Aaron this entire time okay so I went from a space where I was easy breezy beautiful cover girl like whatever we'll just do this and blah 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 and then I came into this space where it's like actually no I have desires I am my own person I'm learning how to be myself and then having to navigate how to actually speak into that was the biggest fucking challenge of my entire existence yeah. because it's like you don't know I, I didn't even know who I was and he had to get to know a new version of me completely and I had to learn how to try and speak into it and it's only really this year that I've actually been able to properly speak into it because I've got so much inner child wounding around relationships and and myself as a person that it's only now that I've been able to be like hey I have to like set this boundary or I need to say this or this is what I want because when you're um when you're single it's like you get to be selfish you get to totally be like this is what I want this is what I want but I had to learn how to be selfish and know what I want but then also coming into space where it's like hey there's another person with their own stuff going on how does this marry together and that was like like my relationship has not been perfect and I've never spoken yourself while you're teaching him who the new version of yourself. Yeah. Like completely. Like honestly. In love with yourself again while also hoping like, hey, like I really hope he still loves he loves me. Completely. And we have been through it. Like we have been through the ringer. And I don't really talk about it much because it's not 
something that I feel like I want to be an expert in, but it's been, that has been my biggest challenge in all areas of my life is my relationship because it's my relationship with self, my relationship with him, and then my relationship as a union. Like there's three aspects to a relationship. Okay. Uh, Well, more of what you said, like that, well, there's two people, there's two inner childs and all the things. And it's just been very interesting learning how to like have it all reflected back at you because your relationship is your greatest mirror and it's been fucking challenging, but it's like, okay, the more I get to know myself and do inner child healing, definitely for myself, the more I'm able to be like, okay, I actually speak this. This is actually what I do want and all the things. It's just wild. It's really crazy. It's so crazy when you like, look back at your childhood and you're like oh oh, <laughs> oh yeah. okay yep <laughs> that's what that trauma is and that's what my response now is oh I see and emotions that come up you're mm-hmm. like it's like your partner does something in your trigger and it just takes you back to childhood completely my reset like my um thing that I always go back to is I get I just shut down I can't talk I I can't even actualize what I'm trying to say or what my thought process is I just completely go somewhere else Mm. and I've been trying to unlearn that for the last couple of years and it's so deep within me that it's just like it's just a constant thing that I have to come back to to try and rewrite recalibrate all the things have awareness when it's happening it's like I can't even listen to the other person because I'm so shut off (laughs) because of how much trauma I had as a child. Like, it's just crazy, but that's why healing is so important and it never stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, hold on tight. Here we go again. What's going to happen this time? Let's go back around. <laughs> you always learn. Like, I like every relationship gets better, that's for sure. But I think my, my last relationship was the same as what you and Aaron have experienced. And that all of my healing, inner child healing and relationship healing started to happen in the middle of that relationship, which is so hard because you do like reclaiming your power, you become like a different version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was obviously loving all of that. But then when I started to speak my needs and my desires and like really own who I was, that was so fucking intimidating for him. And like all of a sudden I was like too much. And that's mm-hmm. everything started to crumble. Mm-hmm. Well, I've definitely been too much. And they always say either they step up mm. to where you're at and they meet you there or you end up eventually stepping away. Yeah. It works out in your favour. Yeah. It's a fucking, it, it's, a, it's a ride. It's a ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh Lordy Lord. So uh, I actually still have uh, two things. I still need to watch the final call in the spark and the third call I think it was so if you haven't joined the spark know that you're probably going to be doing it alongside with me so you haven't watched the understanding man one no I only got about 25 minutes in because I was watching it in my bath and then I was like oh actually then I had to pack and then I was like I've got too much stuff to do I've signed up to so many things that I haven't done a damn thing about it because I like didn't have space for it. So yeah. I haven't fully finished the call with Justin. Yeah. So good. I know. I could I, like, yeah. perspective. It's just like <sighs> eye-opening. Amazing. Like I want to rewatch it and take notes. 
Yeah, maybe I'll rewatch it today before Aaron gets home so I have more of an understanding. That's what I'll do. I'll do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, back, you'll like your relationship will just flourish. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. I love that. So how long is the spark open for? I'm reopening it for two weeks. Black Friday sales, 50% off. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, go sign up right now, guys. (laughs) 50% off. Are you joking? Fuck. Get your pussies in there. Yeah. Yummy. Yummy. Love it. Stunning. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I don't really have much to share. How's your bundle going? Huh? How's the bundle going? Oh, my manifestation bundle? Uh, Okay. So I re-listened to it over the weekend whilst I was in bed. It was actually quite nice. I was just like going along with it. I was like, oh, wow, I know a lot of shit. (laughs) But then I was like, oh, my God, this is like I anchored into some really cool shit and I feel like it's going to open up things for sure. And... I mean, it's $49. Like, you can, like, 10 times your investment if you want. You can, like, 100 times your investment. Like, anything is possible. It's really cool. And actually, that's one thing I'm going to start to lean into. Like, I've nailed my business. That is so nailed. And now it's like, hmm, I'm going to allow myself to create passive income through my evergreen fuck-off and incredible courses because I've never really done that before. Last week, I think, like the content's always relevant. So why do yeah. they need to keep like rebranding? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, hmm, very interesting. So I reckon next year is the year, well, from this moment forth, I just really feel like I'm just being so called to creating that. So it's just like there's a big library of things that people can purchase. And it's like I just have to lean into that and trust myself because I'm sure that Uh, if you're an entrepreneur and I'm sure you can totally understand this, like my belief has been that all my life stuff is incredible. Of course it is, but I need to bring that energy into everything else I have. And of course I can sell that. And of course I can make a lot of money from doing that, but I just haven't done it yet. A lot of people prefer watching replays anyway. So just learning how to. A whole new group of people that are like, yes, but I'll, What's your replay? Yeah, exactly. Just very interesting. So I'll let you know how it all goes. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. We love passive income. Fuck yes. Passive income is life-changing, especially I want to get really good at passive income because I'm going to have a family. (laughs) Like, I'm not pregnant. Don't worry. (laughs) I would have already told you this. Yeah, today. (laughs) would have already told you yeah no I just feel it I just feel like that's where I'm being called to so we'll just see what happens and it'll be so nice to know that you're making money can support yourself but also be like full-time mum yeah or like no pressure to work when you like you don't have to just when you want to yeah exactly so it's actually quite funny because I keep getting all of these like every time I dream, I'm, I'm dreaming that it's like I'm getting pregnant and like I haven't told anyone this, but even my healer, she's just like, there's like a baby around you. I'm like, I know, stop. I'm not ready right now. Oh my God. <laughs> and I can start to feel this like really big 
big time. And it's really even more interesting. Wow, I'm really sharing. Um, I'm feeling that because I turned 30 in April next year and I really wanted to have like an incredible party and all of the things. And I'm like, well, I kind of need to start organizing this now. <laughs> but there's a part of me that's just like, I don't think I'm going to be up for partying. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's what I'm kind of feeling. So it'll be very interesting to see how it opens and eventuates. Aaron, if you're listening to this, I only just realized over this weekend. So the world first. No, I'm just like, it happened yesterday. And I was just like, oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> so we'll see. We will see. Who knows? But yeah, passive income. <laughs> yes. So yeah. we shall see. So yeah. Anything else? How's Kuji? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Still the queen of Kuji. Yeah. <laughs> the house. It's like, hey, 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 hey. The mayoress. <laughs> Love it. Um, what else? There's still some quickies available. And also I'm opening Black Friday sales for the Pleasure Treasures next week. So everything's going to be 25% off. Yeah. Yum. Um, if you don't have a quickie in your hand, holy shit. Oh, I cannot wait to see them. They'll be here next week. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. I can't wait to show everyone. It's like the sexiest thing ever. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yum, 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 yum. I think that's all, though. Okay, well, we'll make sure that we do put out a Q&A box. Yeah. Always this and on that day. What, what topic should we do? Let's do visibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm. Let's do that. Okay. Love that. Questions? Yeah. Send them to us. Yeah, love it. All right, bitches, see you next week. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until next week. week.